Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. You know, you think about the little things. You meet your wife, you go make three Pro Bowls, but she shook you up a little bit getting you to think differently. So tell us about that garden. Well, <clears throat> I think when, when people want to be successful, they say you need to be obsessed with, with things, and I think that's absolutely true. Anything that is worth fighting for, you need to be obsessed about. The, but it's also about being um, obsessed from a a more diverse standpoint. So it's not just focusing. I need to focus so much on being successful in football. I need to be so, I need to make sure my weights are here. I can lift this. I can run this far. It's also, you know, being obsessed about being a good person, being a good father, being a good husband, and uh, and me being a good friend. And the more you water all those plants, we talked about the garden, you water all these plants, and if you if you exclude one, well, that dying plant's going to hurt the rest of those plants in your garden. So it's important to make sure you stay in and stay on those checks and balances of making sure that, you know, everything's being watered and taken care of in every part of your life. Uh, but so many times, just as social media, one of the disadvantages is many times people read into postings as a perfect life mm-hmm. versus I wish we would post more of the process to the perceived perfect life because there's none. The burn that comes to me to answer that question, Ben, is the burn to not quit. Mm. Success is the ability to bear pain, not be a pain. I wish I could tell you it's been 27 years of bliss. It's been great. Has not. I wish I can tell you raising the four, the three girls and the son has been easy, has been great. There has been challenging times. And the biggest passion point burn right now that's coming to me to make sure anybody's listening, before I go into any of the 55 interceptions, all those things, to be great in life that God has called all of us to be great at something. There is a level of understanding that there is a burn to stay in it, to not quit, to understand that every part of it is a part of helping develop you to become the person you are supposed to be at each phase of your life. For me, man, I think it really comes from like an, an underdog perspective. Like uh, you talk about the sport hernia and the stuff where I'm thinking about back when I was undrafted trying to make a team and stuff like that. It's that thought of people doubting and the stuff that would like keep, it'd be like laying in bed at night and stuff just keeps you up because you're thinking of stuff that just you want to accomplish so bad because you know what you're capable of, right? It's, it's kind of, it all stems around that underdog mentality of people doubting and you just know what you can bring to the table. And I, I'm just, that kind of stuff always keeps me up and I'm always trying to find ways to tap into my potential. And also as I'm doing that and once I'm doing that, bringing that, taking that value and putting it into say, whether it's my teammates 
or just other people's lives. This is something that has helped me tremendously. I get my mind in the right position where I'm humble first, I start on the ground, I start on my knees, and realize it's not about me, there's a bigger purpose, my family, this team, the people I get to impact, all those lifestyle things where I live through, but trying to bring the best to, to everyone of myself. That legacy statement that you helped me develop, when I read that, at that point in the morning, it resets my focus as to, this is me, but this is where I'm going. Mm. Here's how I'm going to get there starting today, starting right now at 3.30 in the morning. Now 3.31, I'm already being productive out of the next day. Now it's 3.32, let's go. How can I be even better? How can I get to that point? It's that legacy statement. It's the I am statements that really focus me and get me centered mentally. For me, it's uh, funny. I used to be able to go to my brother's football games before I was legally able to play football um, in, in Pop Warner. And I remember being on the sideline with my dad, uh, like, I just couldn't, couldn't wait to get out there. He's like, no, you got to wait your turn. You got to <laughs> wait your turn. And I'm like, man, I can play. I can play. And then it wasn't until nine when I was able to play. And, you know, he was gone by then. But, you know, from that moment on, and when I started playing football, um, a lot of the memories of me being on the sideline with him racing across the street uh, to the garage was like, okay, I, I always want to play, but now it's a different meaning. The love of the game became even deeper because of those memories that I have with my father. I remember that last thing you always say, you know, legacy, carry on your mom's legacy. And I take that to heart every time. And, you know, her last name was David. We have the same last name. And I, I got to know every time I walk out the door, I carry her last name. <clears throat> so I got I to gotta be able to, you know, represent it the right way. Every time I wake up in the morning, I walk out my door before I actually leave the house. It's a picture, and, and like right before I get to the door of her, where I kiss it and you know, just thank God, and I just remember her before I walk out the door to know that I'm wearing her last name, and I gotta, I gotta try to honor that, honor that the best way I can because she did so much for me in my life, and it was so much that I want to do for her. So even though she's not here, I'm still doing what I can for her because, you know, she 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 raised me the right way and it's a, a lot of stuff that I have to accomplish. Also simple fact what, you know, she put me in the position to do. Not competitive, you're not gonna last because every single day um, teams are looking to put the best roster out there. I mean if, if you don't have what it takes or if you if your level of uh, play drops, I mean they're gonna find somebody else in the street and replace you. I mean it's you have you have to be motivated um, within yourself, and you have you have to be willing to get better every single day. I mean, take the bad days and learn from them, and um, take the good days with a grain of salt and try to stack them. How about for you, Jason? Well, I think being <clears throat> one of thirty-two is what makes being in the NFL that much more special. I mean, when you graduate college, you you get thrown into a pool of you know, so many kickers and it's how, how do you set yourself apart from, from those kickers to, to place you as one of the 32, you know what I'm saying? But I think there's about a hundred guys out there that are good enough to kick in the NFL. I think they have the ability to kick and punt, but when they get the chance, I think, I think they're just not in the right headspace. And so, you know, I think a lot of people lose the battle before it even starts. But I never dreamed this big when I was a kid. I never thought, Oh, one day I'm gonna get drafted in the NFL. Until I got to like uh to like elementary, like fourth grade, fourth fifth grade. I, I like we used to have like uh, assignments and stuff, and it'll have uh, your career. What do you want to be? I will put NFL. What do you want? 
though. And I'd get in trouble. My teacher would be like, come on, let's, like, let's pick something realistic. Like, you're not going to go to the NFL. Like, no, it's very slim chance you're going to go to the NFL. Like, she always would tell me that. And, you know, I, I always ignored it. Like, always. I never paid attention. I still wrote NFL in my paper. No matter what. <laughs> as I watch film, as I break down, you know, the opponent that we're about to face uh, that week, you know, I just, like I said, I constantly remind myself of who I am, you know, and I know, you know, when I, when I step on the field, you know, my mindset is, you know, I'm the baddest dude out here, you know, and I got I to gotta play like that. So it's like, you know, I just, I compete with myself, you know, even when I get tired, even when I'm fatigued, you know, I just, I just try my best to just keep pushing because, you know, that'll, that'll help and affect me, you know, on Sundays and I'll be able to push through and fight, you know, for four quarters on Sundays. So. It's just, it's just my mindset, you know. I feel like it's, it's just different, you know. And I, and as I got older, as I matured, you know, as I got to the NFL, it just, like, it really clicked for me, you know. Every day, I just try my best to, to do something different. To be the man of the house at a very young age, and so it was my sister in the household, and my mother and my grandmother. So I'm the only, you know, male figure in the household. So it was like I always felt like I had this certain type of responsibility. You know, and then given the size I had, uh, athletic ability, it was like, all right, you know, let's try to make something happen with it. Yeah. I almost quit, actually. My, um, was it my sophomore, junior year, I told my mom, I think I'm just focused on basketball. Like, I feel like that's why I want to make it. But uh, she told me, like, there's no way. <laughs> she shut it all the way down, like, that's not happening. Was it because of your size? Was it yeah, because like, of... She thought <clears throat> she thought football was what was going to be my calling. Like, you know, she didn't want me to give up on it. And, uh, you know, I took her advice. You know, I stuck with it. Um, and then, like, the next year, everything just blew up. Like, I got to play varsity my uh, junior year, uh, produced a lot. And then um, shit, the dice just started rolling. And, and, and that was the message. It was like, you have to, at some point, be uncomfortable with, with what you want to do. Because if you continue to set yourself in a comfortable a comfortable goal or a comfortable setting like that's what you're going to achieve you're going to achieve what you've done before and we obviously north Dakota state has been really successful for a long time um, and i got to be part of it but we were coming off the first time we hadn't won a national championship that's when i i wrote these goals it was that off season and, and guys were fired up and, and wanted to go improve and um and the whole thing was how can we make it better how how, how can it when when i leave in two years let's make this this thing better than it ever has been and so um it was really uncomfortable for me to sit down and, and write some really big things like uh like you said and and, and winning a national championship and, and doing all these things and uh, you know, making an NFL roster like that stuff was uncomfortable for me. College, really. When I was growing up, I was just I was just a self motivated kid. I really was. I I wanted to be the best at everything. Like, I didn't even like school, but I wanted to get A's because I wanted to beat other people. Like that's just how I was. So I was kind of I don't know if you want to call that lucky or not, but I was a, com a really competitive kid. Uh, my parents could tell you that um, for sure. So that was kind of why I was motivated. I didn't. I never really thought about it when I was younger. Even through high school, like I just liked competing. I liked to play, but the, like. The older you get, um, the more you realize like uh, different things for motivation and, and why you do things. Like why am I why am I going to this fall camp? You know, for for 12 hours a day and beating the, the heck out of myself. Um, like why am I doing this? And for me, like what I like to tell people is, is if you can find a, a reason bigger than yourself 
if you can if you do things be, not just for yourself because you can let yourself down and it's easy right like I, oh, I don't want to get up out of bed and do this but I'm only cheating myself when you realize you're cheating other people and when you're affecting other people um, that for me was the biggest motivation sometimes uh, as you go and you know maybe if things are, are going you know great um, you know you might forget about the bigger picture uh, you may kind of lose sight a little bit or you might kind of lacks off a little bit if, if maybe you're winning a lot or even maybe if you're losing a lot, like you could always lose sight. So for me, um, you know, of course I was always driven and I was always ready to go. Um, but, you know, there were also times where, you know, I didn't feel like practicing. Uh, you know, there were also times where, you know, I was tired that day. Um, and, and like I said, I wanted to make sure I didn't let my coaches down. I didn't let my, my teammates down. So, you know, I always played hard, uh, no matter you know, no matter what it was. Um, so, you know, I think that's just, uh, you know, that's something that that you know has that, you know, that it's part of that burn in me that wants to be great, um, and that's something that fueled me. I had a lot of adversity when I first came in, guys. You know, coming from a very small school, and uh, for Bill Walsh, the head coach for the San Francisco 49ers, to draft me in the first round and I was a 16th player taken, there's a lot of expectation. So because once you draft someone in the first round, if that player is a bust or anything like that, you're not gonna be able to uh, regroup from that. So I had some adversity when I first came in because I was dropping footballs and that was something I had never done. And, um, and I had to fight through, uh, you know, fight through that adversity, you know, and, and say, you know how to catch a football. You have done this, you know, over and over again. Now, what what is the cause of this? And it was uh, this big book that they handed to me, you know, of the offense. And it was so much I had to comprehend. So it took me a while to adjust to that. But then once I, I got comfortable uh, with the terminology and all of that, I was able to just go out and just be myself because I, I, I know how to catch a football. And I prided myself on that. It's a number of things, the burn. I think one, I, I truly have a vision to leave a legacy and to, to in some capacity impact this world beyond just taking care of my family and you know, doing the things that I know that the, 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 the monetary benefit from playing in the NFL could provide. So I think the first, the first burn is like, what does that, legacy look like? Like, what did I do in this world? Like, one day when I'll be gone, which I unfortunately, I don't know why I think of, like, the reality of one day I'll be gone. And when I'm gone, what will my mark on this world be? And it was going to be, what are you going to do, Jonas? What are you going to do to make sure that all the people that sacrifice for you, all the sacrifices you made for yourself, I, I, I had to make sure that <clears throat> I knew that all I was going to do was take that next step. Whatever it was, whether it had been the recovery process, um, whether it would have been you know, a, a, a process of trying to figure out what agent I would sign with, how I would get in the NFL, I knew no matter what, my goal of playing in the NFL was going to be there. You know, a lot of it you know, has to do with you know, how I was brought up and how no matter what, me and my mom used to always say, hey, your, your plan A is your plan A. You know, put everything you have, put all your 
all your emotion, all your strengths, everything into something, and then it's gonna work out. So that's a part of it. But I think along the way, as you grow as a person, and you go through these different things, you have to find different things to motivate you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.